Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 108, and I'm drinking Waterford Whiskey, Biodynamic Luna 1-1. With each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I'm featuring Waterford Whiskey on this episode because I first read about the distillery when reading the book From Barley to Blarney, A Whiskey Lover's Guide to Ireland, presented by the Dead Rabbit, that I was reading in a boozy book club. The book, published in 2019, covers all of the then-operating whiskey distilleries in Ireland, and Waterford is featured on pages 120 to 123. But beyond this literary reference, I had the opportunity to interview Waterford Distillery's head brewer, Neil Conway. And I spoke with him for about an hour about the distillery and their focus and foray into terroir-driven Irish single malts. The biodynamic Luna 1-1 is the bottle used for the tasting, and as I've done with some other spirits, I'll tell much of the story of the brand as a whole while getting specific about this interesting release. My thanks, therefore, to Neil Conway, head brewer of Waterford, for taking the time to speak with me via Zoom all the way from Ireland, as well as ensuring I had a bottle for the tasting. And the bottle I've got for the tasting is Waterford Whiskey Biodynamic Luna 1-1. It is 750 milliliters, 50% ABV, or 100 proof, and it retails here in the U.S. for about $119. This is a boxed bottle. It comes in a nice blue cardstock box with silver foil accents. There's some black ink and light beige for text on the back. The top of the lid and the front is also embossed. It's a very nice box indeed. The back of the box actually has a lot of information on it, and the transparency of information is something that is at the core of Waterford. Here's two bits of text I'll read from the box before I get into the bottle inside. Top of the back reads, Arcadian Series Heretical Harvests and Rare Spirits. Barley is the source of malt whiskey's complex flavor. Its composition is influenced by the place where it grows, the soils that nourish its roots, the microclimate in which it ripens, in other words, terroir. Then at the bottom of the box, it lists ingredients, which are organic Irish barley, water, yeast. Free from coloring and chill filtration, distilled, matured, and bottled in Waterford, produce of Ireland. The bottle inside is a beautiful dark blue, ever so slightly narrower at the base than at the shoulder, and it rounds up to a medium-length neck. The bottom third of the bottle is ribbed with horizontal narrow ridges, which actually make it very easy to grasp. The topper is a green glass topper. Its very tightly fitting plastic gasket keeps the stopper firmly in place in the liquid inside. The front label features Waterford, applied directly to the glass in a silver ink. Then there's a paper label for the Biodynamic Luna 1-1 below this. The label is a lighter blue-green color, bespeckled with silver foil, giving me the impression of a starry sky. Volume and proof information are on a smaller front label below this. 
The back of the bottle is where Waterford really leans into the detail and transparency of inputs. I'll simply read what's written. The Arcadian series. Eccentric to some, regenerative to others, biodynamic agriculture goes beyond the ordinary ecological mindset. Drawing upon ancient lore of lunar cycles and exotic preparations, it seeks to charge soils with vitality and barley with vibrancy. Practiced by the most visionary and curious, we too are intrigued about the most natural flavors we can capture in spirit. For this landmark whiskey, distilled from Ireland's only biodynamic barley, we invoke the goddess of the moon for our most esoteric and evocative bottling. Next, the bottle lists the growers of the barley. Trevor Harris, John McDonnell, Alan Mooney. And leaning into the terroir of the spirit, the bottle includes this statement. To discover this whiskey's remarkable provenance, enter the terroir code on waterfordwhiskey.com. Code on my bottle, if you want to check it for yourself, is BD01E01-01. Two final things of note on the bottle before I jump into the tasting. This features two certification logos. The first is from Demeter, which certifies this as biodynamic. The second is certification as organic from Ireland Agriculture. Okay, let's go ahead and give it a try. I've already unboxed the bottle and I have sampled it when I was interviewing Neil Conway for this episode. So it's not a sealed bottle, but see if it'll pop anyway. A little bit. I'm using a clean Glen Karen glass for the sampling. That's a whiskey nosing glass that allows you to see the spirit, smell the spirit, or nose it, and of course, taste the spirit. So let's go for a pour. Well, that was a bit of an utter shame. I don't know what I did. I had a firm grasp on the bottle, but I spilled a bit. Not much, maybe a quarter ounce, but still, don't want to waste good whiskey. I did get myself a nice pour, and I'll describe it to you now. In the glass, it's a light golden color. The website describes it as apricot golden, and that would be true, in my opinion. On the nose, you have to watch the heat. Uh, The proof on this is 100 proof, or 50% ABV. I get an apricot jam then some notes of hay with pastries. It's whiskey for sure. There's no real pronounced woody notes for me. It doesn't come through with like strong vanilla or other things I would associate with it. It really apricot, jam, pastries, and and that kind of a, a feel on the nose. Now on the palate, There's heat, heat all around. Uh, Part of that is the proof, but there's a spiciness as well. Complex and robust spice. I get some slight maltiness and then also a, a pronounced mint herbal tea that really makes my mouth water. Uh, it's probably not the herbal tea. It's probably the proof of the alcohol that gives me that mouth watering sensation. But let's go for another taste. 
Indeed. It's got a nice minty herbal tea note to the whiskey flavor. Obviously, it does not taste like tea first and foremost. It is Irish whiskey, and you definitely taste that. It's got some spice, and it lingers on the palate. I also get a bit of a numbingness to my gums and lips that I've experienced with some other whiskeys. Now on to the history. Waterford Whiskey is the brainchild of Mark Renier, the former head of Brooklady Distillery on the Scottish Isle of Isla. And you can hear the story of Brooklady in episode 73 featuring the classic Lottie. The Waterford Distillery was originally built in 2004 by Diageo as a beer brewing production facility. State of the art, it produced Guinness for the Irish market for about a decade or so, until sales slowed and Diageo chose to close the brewery, moving production elsewhere. Enter Marc Renier, who had developed a true passion for single malt whiskey and terroir working with Brooklady. Remy Cointreau acquired Brooklady in 2012, and Renier was a shareholder, as well as opposed to the sale. But it went through, and afterwards, Renier was in a position to find what's next. The timing worked out that the Waterford Brewery building was shuttered by Diageo, and Renier was able to purchase it along with most of the equipment which had been installed new in 2004. As a good portion of whiskey making is brewing beer, the only thing that really needed to add to the facility were some stills, and these they sourced from Brooklady. Waterford pulled out the pasteurization equipment that had been used for beer making to make space for the stills. A team was assembled, and in 2015, Waterford set out to expand upon the ideas of terroir in single malt whiskey, with an overarching goal of being different to see how much place could influence flavor. This meant engaging with farmers, and time was not on their side as they were only a few months between the start of Waterford as a whiskey distillery and harvest time. So there needed to be alignment and cooperation between a number of parties in order for Waterford to start distilling and laying down casks. I'll get into some production a little bit further on, but Waterford was true to their goal and made arrangements with local Irish barley farmers to provide grain to the distillery to use for the first distillations in 2016. This new spirit went into a variety of casks, and the first commercial release from Waterford occurred in 2020, about four years of maturation. Launching in the midst of a global pandemic wasn't the best place to start, but it honestly gave Waterford a chance to continue exploring the type of whiskeys that they were making. The Biodynamic Luna 1-1 came from the elevation of organic farming, the intentional goal of Waterford to be different and exploring just how much the barley can impart to a finished spirit's flavor. Biodynamic is a bit mystical and kind of odd, if I'm being honest. The bottle description says as much. You'll find on the Waterford website images of animal horns buried in the dirt with a bottle of the Biodynamic Luna on it. In layman's terms, if organic agriculture is what you don't do, such as not using pesticides, then biodynamic is what you do do. For Waterford to achieve this, they had to find biodynamic barley farmers in Ireland, and there were exactly zero. 
So, much like the rest of their process, they had to create them. Now, typically with each episode of this podcast, I break from a brand's history and cover production separately, but as Waterford is very much about production is brand and the transparency of how and where and why they source their barley, I'm just going to blend it for this episode. So to get biodynamic barley, Waterford found three organic farmers who agreed to transition and convert their farms to biodynamic agriculture. The three gents listed on the bottle. To learn biodynamic principles, they were sent to France to learn from French winemakers who have been practicing biodynamics for their vines. Biodynamics is really interested in soil health, and crops are grown based upon the lunar calendar. And thus, Luna gets its name from the biodynamic process, biodynamic Luna. But back to those cow horns in the dirt. That's a soil amendment technique where manure is stuffed into the horns, which are buried for a period of months, and then after the magic in the soil happens, they're dug up and used as fertilizer. I know there's some science to this, but it feels really mystical to me. I will provide a link to a PDF that Waterford has on the process on their website via show notes for this episode. There is the certification process from Demeter for biodynamic agriculture, which the three farms for Waterford achieved, thus allowing the distillery to use the certification mark on the bottles. Waterford has a process of one distillery with a lot of variety, offering a lot of choice for consumers. And because they're single malts, they're distinct batches. Waterford may take this separation further than anyone else, all in the name of terroir. Typically, each farmer will supply the distillery with 100 tons of barley from their farm to be used in a single distillation, a single farm origin batch. 100 tons of barley may sound like a lot, but from a commercial production standpoint, it's really not that much. In fact, it's very small from a malting standpoint, and a key to Waterford's success is their partnership with a malting facility that had a test malt house that can malt barley in 100-ton batches. Malting is often done in thousands of tons at a time, so this is a rather small scale to do 100 tons. Prior to malting, the barley is delivered to the distillery's bespoke storage facility they call the Cathedral of Barley. Around 40 farmers each year work with Waterford to provide single-farm origin barley, and when delivered to the Cathedral, each farm's barley is stored separately in its own bin to ensure terroir is maintained. For the biodynamic Luna 1-1, they had to put three growers together because the yield wasn't as large as other single-farm origin deliveries, hence three names on the back of the bottle. After off-site malting comes milling, then fermentation. The Waterford Distillery makes use of the circa 2004 brewery equipment for this. And when I was speaking with head brewer Neil Conway, His expertise really comes into play when it comes to the subtle changes that may need to be made to milling and temperature settings, along with fermenting the grain, based upon the specifications of each batch of barley. They do try to keep the process as standardized as possible to allow the barley itself to be the determining factor in the final flavor. 
Fermentation is a long, slow five days, and this is said to give more of a floral, fruity style to the whiskey. When it comes to distillation, Waterford does a slow double distillation versus a typical triple distillation for Irish whiskey. This ensures there's plenty of body to the spirit. The new make spirit for Biodynamic Luna went into five different types of cask, these being ex-bourbon, virgin U.S. oak, virgin French oak, vin du naturel sweet sherry wine casks, and they've added in some ex-French wine casks as well. They only buy the best casks available because they've spent so much effort up to the point of putting the spirit into the cask that they don't skimp on the cost of the wood. In fact, 30% of the production costs are attributed to the casks. New Make Spirit goes into the cask at 72% ABV, and it will stay in the cask it's put in until it's ready for bottling. This is an important distinction in that many whiskey today are finished in a particular cask for a few months after most of the maturation has occurred in a different vessel. Waterford, though, if it's put into a virgin French oak cask, that's where it will stay until bottling. There's no moving from one cask to another. There's no finishing. At bottling, Ned Gahan, the master distiller, will take samples from each of the five types of casks, take it back to the lab, and then play around with the blending percentages of each cask type to arrive at a flavor profile that suits his likes and dislikes, as well as giving Ned the ability to slightly differ the percentages to appeal more or less to a target market's palate that the spirit is intended for. There's no standard for this blending of the casks. It's all up to Ned. It will be adjusted to bottling proof to 50% ABV or 100 proof when it goes into the bottle. So that's how it's made, but there's a bit more yet to tell. There's more to the nomenclature of the Biodynamic Luna 1.1 as well. This being the first release of the Biodynamic Distillate that's matured for a number of years, they used only a small percentage of the stock and named it 1.1, leaving a lot left in cask. When they release more from this stock, it's matured longer and it will be labeled 1.2 and so on to eventually produce a 1-3, 1-4, etc. until they've exhausted the stocks. But if the same farmers provide the next year's harvest and it's distilled, it would be labeled a 2-1. Thus the numbering provides a sense of vintage for each bottling as well. To wrap up history and production, Waterford produces a million liters of whiskey a year. They've so far worked with over 100 Irish farmers, they take in over 2,500 tons of malted barley each year. The distillery is built for scale on a craft level. And now, on to cocktails and consumption. Please enjoy this spirit neat first. Then, if you like, add a bit of water, a cube of ice or two. Treat it as you would any other quality single malt. So, in summary, what do I think of Waterford Whiskey Irish Single Malt? Biodynamic Luna 1-1. To be honest, everything from Waterford is a special release. There is no brand standard. Every bottling is from a, a single origin farm, although they are doing some cuvées where they're blending multiple farms into a winter release or a summer release. So they have that ability now that they've been building up stock. But honestly, 
you're going to get something different every time you try a different bottling of Waterford whiskey. And that's intentional, but what they really are aiming for is to have the terroir, the flavor of the place where the barley was grown to translate through into your glass. The founders of Waterford view whiskey as an agricultural product, which it is, but really want to impress that upon consumers. And I think they're a great brand for somebody that really wants to explore the nuance of flavor that can come about from what is an agricultural product. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can find the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also follow me on social media. I tend to be active on Instagram and Facebook currently, but look for me everywhere. Also, I love hearing from my listeners, so if there's a spirit you would like me to feature in an upcoming episode, please do reach out. And as always, thank you for listening.